We've got to change the way you think so we can change the way you do business. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, looking forward to getting into this one with you today. And once again, as always, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your friends. Remember, if you haven't done it already, you can subscribe anywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. And that includes Apple Podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And you can listen anytime at veopreneur.com. Make sure you check out the recently redesigned website, making it easier for you to go back through the archives and listen to old episodes if there's any that you've missed. Also, while you are at veopreneur.com, make sure you check out the shop button where you can pick up some of your very own Veopreneur swag, get a t-shirt, get a hoodie, get a tank just in time for summer so that you can show off the fact that you are a Veopreneur and let everybody know exactly what it is that you do for a living. So this episode is going to be a fun one. I've titled it Five Essential Mind Shifts for the Successful Veopreneur. And where this comes from is two different places. First and foremost, it comes from my own experience when I was getting started in voiceover. And second of all, it comes as a result of a lot of stuff that I see going on in social media and a lot of conversations that I see happening in some of the different forums on social media, including the Veopreneur forum as well. So let me give you a little bit of background on me. I came from radio, which most of you probably already know. I started in radio in 1995. Um, I still worked in radio when it was live 24-7. Uh, we used records, reels, carts, CDs. There was no computer in the studio. Um, you know, maybe some of you remember those days. Maybe some of you don't. But it was back when radio was fun. This was also back before consultants took over. My introduction to voiceover came in radio, except that I didn't realize it at the time. So part of my responsibility was every day I had to be at the station between 30 and 60 minutes ahead of my shift in order to do my production. And so I would walk into the production booth and the producer, his name was Gary, would hand me a stack of scripts and they were all of the commercials that I had been assigned for that given day, for that pro uh, given production cycle. I would walk into the little booth and then I would rip and read through all of these commercials for whatever it was, from car dealers to grocery stores to newspapers and all points in between. That was my introduction to voiceover. I thought that I was just being on the radio. I didn't know that it was voiceover, but that's the way it all began. And so for the remainder of my radio career, that was always one of my responsibilities was to go in, rip and read. And so I never really learned how to be a voice actor. I just learned how to read really well. I learned how to go in and sit down with a script and, 
And if there was a 30-second script, it took me 30 seconds to do it. And for the most part, I could knock these things off in one take and, and crank them out pretty quickly. And most of them sounded the same unless, you know, some of them maybe had a little bit of a different energy or whatever. But there really was no acting involved. But that's the way that I got started. I have not been in radio now since 2011, but I'm still trying to overcome my rip and read radio days because it's still really easy for me to walk into the booth with a script, sit down, read it cold, knock it out in one take, you know, get on with my day, but there's no acting involved. And so there were mindset shifts that had to take place for me because when I decided that I was going to pursue voiceover full time, what I realized was that there were shifts that were taking place in the industry. I was used to walking into the booth at the radio station every day and there were scripts waiting for me. And so I was looking for something similar with voiceover. I was looking for a way that I could show up every day and have scripts waiting for me. And so at the time, that was casting sites. This is what I call the glory days of online casting. Uh, this was before... One of them was inherently evil and, and one of them had screwed up the platform and the interface. And, and this was at a time when there really was only two casting sites that were legitimate and you could book consistently on both of them. The glory days of online casting. Uh, but as the glory days started to come to an end, I, I realized that there was so much more to what I was trying to do here. So here's the thing. Yes, you are a creative. And I understand that. And if you're like most voice actors, you are probably a creative first and foremost. So you want to develop your craft. You want to showcase your art. You signed up to be an actor. And I get it. It's voice acting. And here's a little bit of a newsflash for you. In 2019, when you sign up to be a voice actor, whether or not you realize it, you are also signing up to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, or the phrase that I have coined, the VOpreneur. If you are going to succeed in the shifting climate of voiceover, you're going to have to embrace your role as a VOpreneur and you're going to have to adjust your mindset towards it because the fact of the matter is things don't work the way that they used to. I don't believe that you can build a sustainable business off of casting sites any longer. I think that you can supplement your income but I don't think you can build your business exclusively off of casting sites any longer. And you used to be able to do that. And trying to pick the right casting sites is harder than it ever used to be because the casting site business models have changed and they're not really all voiceover friendly. There are still a couple of good ones, but they're not going to provide you with enough work to create a sustainable income for yourself. Another big shift that has happened is with agents. Once upon a time, it used to be that you went out and you got signed up with an agent or maybe several agents, and they provided you with enough work and opportunity that you could sustain yourself. And that doesn't really exist anymore. Maybe in certain areas, maybe if you're in New York or Chicago or LA or a major center like that, or maybe if there's a particular type of work that you are doing more than anything else. But for the most part, for an everyday VOpreneur, it is unrealistic to think that you can get signed up with a couple of agents and that they are going to bring you enough work to sustain you. Again, there's always exceptions to the rule, but we're talking generally here. So if you can't build a business off of casting sites and you can't build a business off of agents, what are you going to have to do? Well, this is where learning how to be a VOpreneur comes into play. The mindset shift that takes place for you is that you have to start thinking of yourself as a business owner. 
Now, I have said in the past that I come from a slightly distinct advantage, or at least I think I do. I'm a business and entrepreneurial-minded guy first, and I'm a creative second. I'm not a naturally creative guy. For most voice actors, it's the other way around. For most voice actors, they tend to be very creative first and really struggle with the business and entrepreneurial mindset side of things. And maybe you're listening to this right now and you're shaking your head because you recognize that that's you. And that's okay. The good news is we can fix it. Now, I have also said that I think it's easier for me as an entrepreneurial guy to pick up the voiceover side of things than it maybe sometimes is for the the creative voiceover person to pick up the business side of things, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible. So in this episode, I want to give you five essential mind shifts for the successful VOpreneur. These are five mind shifts that are going to have to take place. We're going to bust some myths, so to speak, and all of these are going to help you to be more successful in your business going forward in the way that the industry works now in 2019. So the first mindset shift, the first myth that we want to crush, which I've kind of done a little bit already, I can sign up for a casting site and crush it. This is exactly what a lot of the casting sites want you to believe. There's one particular Canadian casting site, which I'm not going to mention because they don't need any more advertising, but they promote the fact that you can sign up in seconds and get instant work. They say thousands of jobs hired daily. Okay, that's actually on their website, which I'm calling total BS on. But that's another topic for another episode. But there are casting sites that are out there, and that is how they position themselves. That is the marketing that they have created for themselves. They want you to believe that all you have to do is pay your $500 or your $400 or whatever it is and instantly get access to all of these work, all of these jobs, and you're going to start working right away. They don't really tell you that you need to have demos. They don't really tell you that you need to have training. They don't really tell you what goes into building a professionally sounding home studio. They, they don't care about that stuff because that's not their objective. Their objective is to just get subscriptions. The more subscriptions they have, the more money they make. That is their business model, and I can't fault them for it. It's not an illegal business model. It's just not a realistic business model, and it's not very fair to voice actors, and I I, I say that term in quotes at this point, voice actors that don't know any better because they're trusting that, okay, well, this is a legitimate casting site. They're offering legitimate work, and they say that all I need to do is pay my money, and, and away I go. Few, if any, professional voice actors are making their livings exclusively from casting sites in 2019. Yes, they are easy. They give you the instant gratification of submitting auditions. And so when you sit down at the end of the day and you you say, well, I submitted 20 auditions today, you feel like you've done something really great for your business. You got that instant gratification. But talk to the folks who have submitted 300, 400, even 600 auditions, and they haven't booked anything. What do they think about casting sites? Do they think that it's easy? Do they think that it's sustainable? And I know the initial instinct that you're having is, well, they probably suck. Well, yeah, some of them probably aren't that great. Some of them probably shouldn't be doing voiceover. And attrition will ultimately become a factor. They'll fade away. But some of those talent, they're actually really good. They're actually really good. And they're still not booking despite all of those auditions. And that is because the system 
has been built against us. Some of the casting sites have created platforms that promote and reward people who pay in at a higher level. So you pay your $5,000 a year and you're going to get access to all of the choice jobs and you're going to get first access to all of the jobs and you're going to get preference in search and you're going to get pushed by the employees of the casting site. And that's fine. That's their business model. But what they don't tell you is that that means that everybody else that's paying at the $400 level or the $500 level, they're all left to fight for the scraps that are left over. And now you've got thousands of talent that are fighting for a handful of jobs. And the fact of the matter is when you do the math, you can see very quickly that it is not a way to build a sustainable business. Now, not all casting sites are created equal. Some are undoubtedly more ethical than others in their transparency and their operation. I fully trust and support Bidalgo. I fully trust and support VO Planet. And I'm watching with great intent to see what happens with voiceovers.com because the way that they are trying to launch their business, I believe, is completely ethical and transparent. And once that site's going, if they do everything they say they're going to do, that's another site that I'm going to be able to get behind. Those are the only ones that I can really support right now. But those ones are not enough to build a business because there's simply not enough work coming through them on a daily basis. So they can supplement your income. They can provide opportunities for your business. But you're not going to build an entire business off of them. The only people that are really winning in a casting site game, to a degree, are the people that are running the casting sites because they're collecting bank every single time that you sign up. So if you are serious about being a voice actor, you got to stop trying to find and take the easy way out. And casting sites are the easy way out because, again, they give you that instant gratification. Here's what I want you to think about. This is a, this is a mindset shift. What is the objective of a, a casting site? At the end of the day, if you submit an audition on a casting site, the primary objective of submitting that audition is to get your voice heard. Well, if you're doing direct marketing, and that is you're reaching out to, you're finding your own clients and reaching out to them via email, and you're driving them to your website to do what? To listen to your voice. So every one of those direct marketing emails that you send becomes like an audition. So there's just as much value in doing that direct marketing, actually more so in doing that direct marketing. So if you are going to make it in this business, the mindset shift that is going to have to take place, I can sign up for a casting site and crush it. No, that's not it. The shift, you can use casting sites to supplement, but you are going to have to learn how to do your own marketing. That's part of running a business. That's part of being a VOpreneur. Second one, I need to start on Fiverr and graduate to professional rates. Now, I don't know where this came from. I don't know who said it first, but I'd like to smack them because it, it spread almost virally now and it's just total crap. If you have done the training, if you have taken the coaching, if you've recorded the demos and are operating a legitimate professional business, then you deserve to earn legitimate professional rates. You don't graduate into professional rates. You know, everybody refers to the GVAA rate guide as kind of the industry standard. You don't graduate to the GVAA. Have you ever noticed that there's not a sliding scale 
like a, a significant sliding scale on the GVAA. Yes, they give ranges, but there's nothing on the GVAA rate guide that says if you're a, a, a zero to two year person, you're only allowed to charge this much. But if you're a two to five year person, you're allowed to charge this much. Now, if you're a five to seven year person, you can charge this much. And if you're a seven to 10 year person, you can charge this much. And if you're 10 years plus, you can pretty much just charge whatever you want. That is not how the GVA rate guide is designed because that's just not the way that it works. If you are operating a professional business, you are worthy of professional rates. A national commercial campaign is the same rate regardless of if it's your first campaign and you're six months in or it's your 400th campaign and you're 20 years in. I mean, maybe the 20-year guy gets a little bit higher union scale, but overall, there's not a, this is a first-time campaign rate. That's not the way it works. If you're providing narration for e-learning, the rate is the rate. So this idea that we have to start on Fiverr and graduate is just ludicrous. You pay your dues by doing your coaching and your training, and you work your way to professional rates through coaching and training so that when you are ready to launch your business, you're ready to start charging rates. There is a quote-unquote reputable coach that sells a Fiverr course and promises riches and glory. And it's simply not the case. Logistically, logically, mathematically, it's not possible to build massive incomes on Fiverr and still have any time left over for yourself and your family. Fiverr, again, is an easy way out. It seems like the path of least resistance to fast money. And if that's your strategy, I'm afraid to say that you are going to fail miserably at business with that mindset. If you're investing in yourself, you're training your business the way that you should be, your goal shouldn't be to settle for pennies on the dollar. If you're spending thousands of dollars to build a studio and thousands of dollars on demos and thousands of dollars on training, your objective as the CEO of your company, which you need to start seeing yourself as, is to earn that money back with great return. And you just can't do that on a site like Fiverr. So the second mindset shift that needs to take place is you need to recognize that if you are a professional voice actor, it doesn't matter how many years you've been doing this. I've been doing this for many, 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 many years. And you know how many times I have been asked how many years of experience I have? Zero times. Zero times. Thousands of voiceover jobs booked. And not once has a client ever asked me how many years of experience I have. Because you know what? They don't care. You know what a client cares about? Is this person the voice that I hear in my head for this project? And can they meet or exceed my expectations? That's what they care about. Stop telling yourself that you need to graduate from Fiverr to professional rates. Once you settle for those low rates, it's going to be so much harder for you to get higher rates. This comes back to treating it like a business. The voice acting community is one of the most giving communities that you will ever encounter. On any given day, there is so much advice being handed out, whether it's through Facebook, through YouTube, through blogs, podcasts, other forms of social media. So many people are looking to help. And I believe that one of the reasons for that is because as we all get better at running our voiceover businesses, it's better for the industry as a whole. Here's the challenge. Just because somebody has a YouTube channel or a Twitter following or has the capacity to write a blog 
doesn't specifically mean that they're somebody that you should be taking advice from. So one of the things that I wanted to do was to compile a resource of people that I knew could be trusted and collect advice from them. I reached out to 35 industry mentors and I asked every one of them the same question. If you could give a voice actor one piece of advice, what would it be? I reached out to people like Joe Cipriano, Pat Fraley, Nancy Wolfson, Joan Baker, Chuck Duran, Everett Oliver, J. Michael Collins, Mary Lynn Wisner, Jeffrey Umberger, and so many more. 35 people in the voiceover industry that I know, respect, and trust, and that I know will give good advice to you. I took all of this advice and I compiled it together into a free ebook called One Piece of Advice. And that ebook is available at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. This is an opportunity for you to learn for free from some of the most respected people in our industry to take their advice and use it to make yourself better and grow your voiceover business. You can download that free ebook now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. Now back to our show. The third mindset shift that has to happen, everybody else will tell me what I need to know to get started for free. Social media has created a, a bit of a rabbit hole. The voice acting community is an incredibly giving community. On any given day, there is literally thousands of dollars worth of advice that is given away for free. No doubt. Jump onto any of the Facebook groups and you will find that. But there's a rift that is developing between professional talent and newcomers, and part of that rift is the result of a lack of respect and consideration on the part of newcomers who sign up for every voice acting Facebook group, post the same questions across all of them, and demand answers to some of their very basic beginner questions. Stop expecting everybody else to build your business for free. It's disrespectful to veteran talent. It's disrespectful to the industry. And most importantly, I think it's disrespectful to yourself and the business that you are trying to launch. Yes, the voiceover community is incredibly generous. It's one of the most giving communities that I've ever experienced. And there are people who genuinely want to help you, but you can't take advantage of that. There is so much information that exists out there for free already. There are multiple voiceover podcasts that you can listen to. Anganguza does VO Boss. Paul Stefano does the VO Meter. There, there are countless voiceover podcasts. There are tons of voice actors that run blogs. Dave Corvassier runs an amazing blog. Paul Stricuerta runs an amazing blog. Jump on to these blogs. Jump on to these podcasts. Jump over to people's YouTube channels. Do a little bit of research for yourself and gather the basic information that you need to get started. If you're not willing to make that investment, if you're not willing to invest some of your time to figure out how to start your business, why should I be willing to invest any more of my time than I already have? Signing up for voice acting groups and posting questions like, how do I book work? How do I find clients? How do I build a studio? How do I get an agent? Will you refer me to your clients? All of these things are so disrespectful. I will help you in a lot of ways. I do a podcast. I run a Facebook group. I do my free Advice Friday broadcast where I'll sit there and answer questions. I will give you opportunities to get answers to questions. 
There are other voice actors that have done the same thing through their podcasts, through their blogs, through their Facebook groups. Jump into a Facebook group and before you ask a question, do some research. Do a search within the group. It's possible to do a search within the group. Find out if that topic has already been asked 400 times. And if it has, start reading through those threads. The point is, do a little bit of work for yourself. Don't expect everybody else to build the business for you. These are questions that you can research on your own. If you don't know the answers, if you don't know how to find the answers, or if you aren't interested in looking for those answers, then the fact of the matter is you're not ready to launch your voiceover business. One of the reasons that I have succeeded in my business is because I've invested heavily in my education. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars on conferences, on books, on courses, on coaching, all so I can get the answers that I seek. I've done coaching with Dan Ganguza. I've done coaching with Uncle Roy. I've done coaching with J. Michael Collins. I've done coaching with Everett Oliver. I've attended VO Atlanta. I've attended Wovo. I've attended Mavo. I've attended the Midwest Voiceover Conference. I've attended VO North. I've attended conferences that don't have anything to do with voiceover, but have taught me how to be a better marketer. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars to go out there and get an education. And along the way, I have had amazing mentors that have spoken into my life, that have given me information. I've read Paul Strickwarda's blog. I've read Dave Corvassier's blog. I've listened to Ann's podcast. I've listened to Paul Stefano's podcast. I've taken all of that information that is out there as well. The point is, do a little bit of research. Again, going and posting in these groups and expecting everybody else to do it for you is looking for the easy way out. And that is not the proper way to build a business. Google is your friend. If you are serious about this, get serious about learning the right way. Book sessions with quality coaches. Read the countless voiceover blogs that exist. Watch the countless hours of free advice on YouTube. Listen to the podcasts like this one. All the information that you need is out there. And if you want to jump the learning curve, that's where you're going to have to pay. The stuff that I teach in the voiceover marketing playbook is all of the stuff that I have learned over a number of years, but I have taken it all and condensed it down into a five-hour video course. So what you are paying for with the voiceover marketing playbook is the shortcut. You're getting all of that information in a condensed form. Rather than spending the next five years of your life learning it like I did, I condensed it down for you into five hours. That's part of what you pay for. When you are paying to do a coaching session with somebody like J. Michael Collins or somebody like Anganguza or somebody like Everett Oliver, what you're paying for is access to their experience and their wisdom because they have already put in the time before you and you're kind of like jumping the learning curve. It's like, it's like going to Disneyland and paying for the fast pass so that you can get to the front of the line. That's what happens when you work with great coaches. So if you don't want to go out and find all the information for free, or you don't have time to go out and find all of the information for free, that's where you're paying great coaches to pour that information into you quicker so you can jump the learning curve. But you have to be willing to invest in your business. And this is part of that mindset shift. Stop thinking that everybody else is going to do it for free. Respect your business and be willing to make investments in your business that are going to produce returns. The fourth mindset shift, rates and negotiation are not my responsibility. Well, the shift that happens there is as the CEO of your company, guess what? Rates and negotiation are absolutely 
your responsibility. You are a business. You have expenses. You have overhead. You've made investments, hopefully. All of these things factor in determining rates. The argument that it's just 30 seconds of talking is not a valid argument. You can make really great money in this business if you educate yourself on fair rates and if you learn about sales, marketing, and negotiation. And that is part of your responsibility as a business owner. Like I said, you're the CEO. What is the CEO's job? The CEO's job is to create maximum profit for the company and the shareholders. In this case, who are the shareholders? You and your family. Stop using the term, I'm just a creative as an excuse. If you want to do voice acting full-time in 2019, you can't just be a creative. Not in today's industry. You have to think like a VOpreneur. You have a responsibility to yourself and to your industry to educate yourself on fair rates, to learn about terms like usage, buyout, and perpetuity. You have an obligation to your business to set bottom lines and protect them. Guess what? Exposure doesn't pay the bills. And here's another one. When they say, if you'll do this one for cheap, we'll pay fair in the next one. Guess what? Once you've worked cheap, you're always working cheap. For that client, at least. Almost never are they going to come back and pay you fair rates on the next one. We love to go on social media and blame the clients for the erosion of rates. And we shout it from the rooftops every single time a low-paying job comes into our inbox. But guess what? Clients are only offering those rates because so many voice actors are accepting them. And you know what that means? It means talent has equal responsibility and blame in the race to the bottom. When a client comes to you with a low number, part of your responsibility as a VOpreneur, part of your responsibility as a business owner, is to explain what your rate is. Educate them as to why. If you can't do that, or if you aren't doing that, you're not doing your job as a business owner. You must learn to negotiate. In the industry a number of years ago, when all of the jobs filtered through the agents, the agents did all of this stuff for you. But as the industry has shifted and jobs have gone away from agents because clients are working direct with talent, it is now the talent responsibility to learn how to negotiate. If you aren't willing to embrace the skills of sales and negotiation, you are not going to succeed as a VOpreneur. That's the bottom line. This is part of being a business owner. If you're not willing to negotiate, I guarantee you, you are leaving money on the table. And successful negotiation doesn't mean that you ask for 500 and the client offers 250 and you settle at 300. That's not successful negotiation. Successful negotiation is when both parties win. And if you are the only one that is ever making sacrifice, then you are not winning. In last week's episode, episode number 19, I believe it was, we talked about books and uh, book recommendations for everyday VOpreneurs from everyday VOpreneurs. And one of the recommendations that was made was from Ripley Johnson, and it was a book called Never Split the Difference, and it's a book about negotiation. At the very least, you owe it to yourself and your business to buy that book and read that book and learn how to negotiate. Because the mindset shift that is taking place here is the CEO, you are responsible for the bottom line. You are responsible for the profit margin in your company. And that means that you are responsible for earning enough money that you can pay your mortgage, that you can pay all of your utility bills, that you can pay for your studio, that you can invest in ongoing training, that you can be saving up for your next demo, 
that you can be saving up for that family vacation, all of those things. This is not a nine to five job. You don't just go in and collect a paycheck. You are going to be responsible for making that paycheck. And you have to learn how to negotiate. Five essential mindset shifts for the successful VOpreneur. This is the final one. I'll coach after I book. I hear this one all the time. They call it the voiceover chicken and egg scenario. I can't book work without coaching, but I can't afford coaching until I book work. Here's a little tough love mindset shift for you. This is not a chicken and egg scenario. Coach then book, period. Surgeons don't pay for training after they've got a few procedures under their belt. Teachers don't go to college after they've had their own classroom for a few years. I used to be a firefighter. And when I was a firefighter, we did not toss the rookies into a few structure fires and then teach them how to use a hose line. This is a business. And no business starts without capital. Maybe you've got some cash saved. Maybe you're going to have to borrow some cash from some family. Maybe you're going to have to be the adult, put on your big boy pants or big girl pants, and go out and get a small business loan. Whatever it is, the fact remains you don't just wake up one day and decide that you're a bookable voice actor. You earn that through your training, your coaching, and your demos. And if you can't accept this, you're not prepared to own and operate a business. I don't care how many people are on YouTube telling you how easy this is. It's not. For every person that you have on YouTube that is telling you how easy voiceover is, and all of those people, by the way, are trying to sell you programs, I could find you 100 people that will tell you how hard this is. You have to be prepared to operate a business. And that means that you are going to start with coaching. Because until you are ready, every single one of those auditions that you submit is a complete and utter waste of your time. And every single one of those auditions that you submit is a bad first impression that you are now going to have to overcome when you actually are in a place where you're ready to be bookable. So there is no voiceover chicken and egg scenario here. You do your coaching first, and then you start booking. I had the good fortune through all of my years of radio working with brilliant producers. The last radio station that I was at, there were two guys who wouldn't let me get away with rip and read one takes anymore. They'd put me back in the booth and make me do it again, and they'd direct me, and they'd tell me, try it like this, or I want you to do this, or feel this, or what, and they started to bring acting out of me. And so that became part of my training, working with those really great producers during my time in radio. And even now, I'm a six-figure talent, I have a very successful business, and I still do coaching on a regular basis. I'm still doing performance coaching so that I can stay on top of the trends. I'm doing it so that I can keep myself from developing bad habits, so that I can keep myself from settling into certain reads. It never ends. But it absolutely starts before you're bookable. And this is part of seeing yourself as a business owner and understanding that a successful business doesn't start without capital. Capital that has to be invested in the right resources in order to put your best foot forward. You have to be prepared to spend some money. If you want to start a voiceover business and you don't have money and you're not willing to go and get a small business loan, you're not really prepared or willing to run a business. I know this sounds harsh, but as I always say, a great coach will tell you what you need to hear. 
and not necessarily what you want to hear. I've invested tens of thousands of dollars in my business. I can point you to countless other people who have done the same thing. You know, some people are going to misconstrue that this episode is negative. And if that's you, I think that you're missing the point. What this episode is, is a reality check. Believe it or not, I actually want you to succeed. And I'm giving you some very simple but absolute mindset shifts that need to take place for that to happen. And if you view this as a negative diatribe and you think that I'm trying to talk you out of voiceover, that's another mindset shift that you're going to have to work on. You're going to have to put yourself in a position where you're open to hearing advice and open to maybe some tough love to recognize that that's what has to happen to get you to where you want to be. Because that's what I want to do. I want to help you get to where you want to be. I didn't start a podcast so that I could talk people out of voiceover. I started a podcast because if people are going to get into voiceover, I want them to do it the right way because that's better for me. You know, my intentions are somewhat selfish. If a whole bunch of people come into this business and don't have a clue what they're doing and they drag the business down, that ultimately impacts my ability as a voice actor to make a living and provide for my family. So if I can help people come into this business and do it the right way, that's ultimately better for the industry as a whole, which is better for you, and that's also better for me and for my family. I've made so many mistakes along the way, and I've learned from those mistakes. And I share the wisdom and experience that I've gleaned from those mistakes in hopes that other folks like yourself won't have to make those same mistakes and endure those same trials. It's the fast pass at Disneyland. Take the information that you're given and use it to get to the front of the line for the roller coaster. Take the information that has been given and figure out what the best way is to invest in your business to move yourself forward. What I've discussed in this episode are mindset adjustments that quite literally separate the successful talent from the failing talent, the booking talent from the struggling talent. You can't just sign up for a casting site and crush it. You've got to learn to market. You don't start on Fiverr and graduate to professional rates. You pay your dues through your coaching and your training so that when you're bookable, you're ready for professional rates out of the gate. You can't just go out there and expect everybody else to build your business for you and do it for free. You're going to have to be willing to put in the time. There's a ton of free information that is out there, but it's your responsibility to invest your time to find that information. And if you don't want to spend a lot of time finding that information, that's where you're going to pay for quality coaches and training. They're going to help you to jump over that. Thinking like a CEO, making wise investments in your business. Rates and negotiation, they actually are your responsibility. And you actually are going to have to learn how to do it And negotiation does not mean that you have a number and you always end up settling lower than that number. That is not successful negotiation. You're going to have to learn sales and negotiation because that's part of running a business. And this whole idea that I coach after I book, the the voiceover chicken and egg scenario, it's just not the way it works. What you're going to do is you're going to coach beforehand so that you're going to start booking sooner. You're going to start booking better jobs quicker out of the gate which is going to help you to pay off the investments that you've made in that coaching. Maybe it's going to help you to pay back that small business loan or help you to pay back your family members because you're going to be booking quality jobs because you're doing things the right way. You can't just say, I'm a creative. Not anymore. Not in the 2019 voiceover industry. Not in the voiceover industry going ahead. You got to start thinking about yourself like a VOpreneur. 
Learn to think like a business operator while simultaneously developing your art and craft. And that's the winning combination in this industry. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you on the next one. The Everyday VOPreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceamp and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceamp. That's a wrap. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.